Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Our man Stephen Fox went down to feed Cork uh, last week and talked to the people down there about the fantastic work that they do. But as we were listening back, he was chatting with Ham Sermons, who's uh, one of the directors of Feed Cork down there. Just something that Ham said struck us. Uh, We wanted to talk more about it. It's having an immediate and direct impact on the children's lives. The school attendance has gone up. They're happier in school. There's food security on the weekend for them. And the parents are receiving support. So the workers are going above and beyond to help the parents cope with their challenges that they're facing. So I enjoy that because I was that kid. And every time I go up and do a delivery, every time I talk to a parent, every time a kid comes and gives me a hug, I'm moved. My heart is moved because I didn't have that. You might have been- Talk a little bit more about that, Ham. Good morning to you. You were that kid. Hey, PJ. Good hey, morning. Hey, man. Right. We t- yeah. we, we, we've, yeah. we've talked so much about the work of Feed Cork over the years and the incredible work mm-hmm. that you do. Tell me a little bit more about your own backstory, because that was fascinating. Oh, yeah. Um, sure. Um, PJ, I grew up uh, in, a, in a rural southern town. Um, and, uh, you know, like a lot of, like a lot of people... We had our challenges. My my parents. Um, you from what South Carolina uh, or not? Yeah, no, no. I'm I'm originally from North Florida, okay. uh, Southern Georgia, North Florida. Okay. Yeah, that's where I'm from. Yeah. So we we uh, yeah, my father uh, got into uh, addiction very early in life, and uh, my mother married into um, addiction, and that had its it played itself out. Uh, in a lot of different ways. There was a lot of violence. There was a lot of abuse, um, neglect, uh, poverty. Uh, we we were in probably just abject poverty, uh, my family, for years. Um, the, my, my parents, um, you know, thankfully my mother got out of that situation when I was two years old. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Struck out on her own in the in the early seventies with four kids in tow. I was the youngest, and uh, she she did a fantastic job as a single mother, uh, making her own way. Uh, we didn't have much family support, and 
during during that time in the states, there wasn't a lot of government support for families, and where we were at and located, um, you know, there were there were very few supports for families in place. So we struggled through, and and uh, my mother made the best of it. And I have to say, she was fantastic. And that went on probably probably three a good three years, mm-hmm. and um, she took a higher paying role with a chemical company that was there uh, near where we lived and through no fault of her own she was injured on the workplace and um, during that time she actually she actually broke uh, her spine in a training accident and um, then after that our our lives kind of spiraled into uh, deeper poverty and my mother during that during that period of time doctors were we're handing out opioids like uh, schedules, you know, in the early eighties. And um, you got you got she, caught up in the in in yeah. the oxycodone thing, did you? No, this this was more Percocets and Darvocets and okay. every other set you can imagine. So she uh, she later became uh, addicted when that that, that drug got hit the market her. a little bit later. But she, yeah, and uh, you know, it just introduced a, a whole new struggle for us. So we lost our mother. For years to addiction, and with that, all the vulnerabilities of, of growing up in a household where there was just uh, just chaos. There was a lot of um, you know people in and out. Um, you know, and, and I'm sure there are people there that can relate to that. Growing up in that type of atmosphere, and uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of what I was alluding to in that segment that we talked about. We didn't have those supports. There was no feed cork. Our family, even our close family, didn't have the resources to help us, the, yeah. the, the kind of help that we needed. And uh, it was So just when, that ar- when that ardor was bare, hemp, in your childhood home, it stayed bare? Say that again, TJ? When the, when the larder was bare, it stayed yeah. bare? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, you know, we, we did... We did in those days that you would go to a local health clinic and you would get, um, let's say, free government subsidies, subsidies like food subsidies and things. We had food stamps and things like that. And uh, yeah, it was it was uh, it was a real time of struggle for us. Um, and so I, I alluded to that, just talking about just remembering Christmases, remembering this time of year, mm. showing up at, at events you know, in tow with other family members and being the being the kid that gets kind of a secondhand toy and being that person and going to school and the clothes and all of that sort of thing and uh, you know, so I it resonates with me when I when we go out mm. and I'm reminded and I do go out, I, I still maintain that I will go out, you know, usually about once a month onto the runs and uh, just to stay connected with our clients and uh, every time I go out it, without fail um, my heart is just stirred and I'm, I'm reminded of why I do what I do and, and uh, where where I came from and thank God by the grace of God um, you know we we were there was a huge life change for us when I turned 17 my mother converted to Christianity it was a it was there was no church involved no other person involved she had a it was nothing short of a miraculous encounter. She she kicked uh, her demons yeah. off, did she? She got rid of her demons. Well, I I, I don't think she did it. It was definitely divine intervention. Gotcha. But uh, she got she got clean. Yeah. yeah. So Good for her. so she did. Uh, God came into our lives and that set me on a path in my own life 
and that's why I'm a, you know I went into uh, my training. I went into uh, Christian ministry, and so I've been there ever since. And so, you know, um, and and that is 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 a huge part of my motivation is to share that love and that encounter that we had with people as well. And so, remind us again, Hemp, how you came. I know you ministered and you were a pastor in the states. How did you come to okay. be in Cork in the first place? So uh, I, I was uh, working for a. Uh, Bible College there in the States. I met Nick Cassidy, the pastor of uh, Court Church. Uh, there he would come over and give talks and, and share with students. And he was always a favorite there. We we had a, a good relationship. I left that position and took up pastoring. And uh, They had some unfortunate things happen here. One of the guys that was working here developed cancer and, and died uh, suddenly as a young man. And uh, another uh, individual that was from the States, he moved back home because his father-in-law had a motorcycle accident. So I just rang Nick up out of the blue and said, you know what, if you ever need help, I'd consider coming over. And uh, lo and behold, it didn't take long. We were over. Uh, here we were you, over. And here you are. Here you are. Yeah, and here we are. Yeah. So, so you know when the child comes in, just to finish, you, when, the, when the child comes in and they get the the hamper or whatever they get for the Christmas, mm-hmm. you you understand that smile. You know what's behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for my experience. It informs, uh, you know, it informs me and inspires me. And I know that, um, you know, you you can make a difference in people's lives yeah. and just by doing simple things without... Uh, realize, I think one of the two Norries in one of their podcasts, they were talking, and, and uh, they, I remember one of them said he wished that people saw what was happening, and uh, he wished that someone would have stepped in, and yeah. that's what we're attempting to do, PJ. We Good just, we know there's things happening, and we're we're just, we're being that small force of good in the community that we can be. Good for you. And listen, a good, uh, Merry Christmas to everybody down there, and thank you for what you do for the, the poor poor of cork hemp sermons of feed cork yeah every so often you you come across people who just get it and that's why he gets it because he was that kid thanks hemp have a good christmas to everyone down there corks 96 fm